Hi everyone, welcome back to EDU Inspo, a bilingual podcast centered on inspiring through ideas and topics worth spreading, all about education and leadership. Mi nombre es Flor, and join me today in discovering how we as Latinas are the new kind of leaders that the world needs today. Remember that here at EDU Inspo, we are all familia, and our mission is to learn, apply, and share knowledge. This is a safe space, and we focus our energy on empathy and inclusion. So, let's begin. Alrighty, so I never thought that I would become an administrator, but I changed my mind. I changed my mind at the intersection of my teaching career. And I decided to become certified as a principal. Mostly because I got tired of trying to look for a mentor that shared my same values. So I became that someone. I became that new kind of leader who values and celebrates equity, inclusion, innovation, and diversity. And when I talk about diversity, I'm talking about all areas of diversity. I'm talking about gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, age, and ability. So I never thought that I would earn my principal certification. But deep down, I knew as a millennial teacher that the education pipeline had a gap. I got this from my experience as a student and then later on as a teacher. So when I thought about administration as a teacher, I always considered administration sorry, to be above me. I didn't feel like I had the leadership level or the expertise. And also, when we truly analyze my persona, I am not that strict person. I'm not that eloquent speaker. And on top of that, I am not a white male. So yeah, and yeah, may I mention too my crippling anxiety. I have really bad anxiety. But what I do know is that all these qualities that I thought a principal or a leader had um, were not necessarily the qualities that are needed in the education field. I know this. I know that I am kind. I know that I am caring. I know that I'm supportive. And I know that I'm a young Latina. I know I like to make people laugh and feel cared for. And all along, I confused my traits as a weakness. But you see, it's not entirely my fault to think that this was, you know, a weakness or my traits were weaknesses. Growing up, most of my principals were white and, you know, most of my principal leaders have been males and white males too. So this gave me the impression that not only did I not fit within that description, but also when I thought about these people, I thought about their tremendous worth due to their amazing education. 
And don't get me wrong, it's great if people have degrees, but if you know anything, you know that <laughs> degrees mean nothing if you are not relatable or if you're not kind. And I, I think I realized that my traits are exactly what made me a leader. It's the internal know-how that's valuable. And may, may I dare say, that at least from my own experience, there's little to no diversity in the education, education leadership pipeline. And I know that gap exists. We know as Latinas that that gap exists. We are the gap. I am the gap. And when we look at these federal numbers, almost 80% of the nation's 90,000 principals are white. Only 11% are black and 9% are Latinos. So that does, not that does not reflect the demographics of our students. Okay? The demographics of our 50 million public school children who happen to be 46% white, 50% black, and 28% Latino, and 6% Asian. And depending on where you are, I live in Tucson. Most of us here, most of our students happen to be Latinos. So what does that tell us as educational leaders? It tells us that we need to do better in terms of representation. I think about other young brown girls and how they need to know that they can do it too. It's almost as important as having a female president so that a young girl can see herself through this leader. Okay, so we need a leader in our school systems that represents. What else does that tell us? It tells us that we just need to improve the education pipeline practices. It's time. How much longer are we going to wait? Now imagine going to a school as a little brown girl and seeing a brown Latina, right, lead and put diversity and put inclusiveness and put mental and emotional health as a priority. Imagine a leader that puts students' needs first and makes sure that her students' needs are being met. Imagine a leader who believes that the arts, like music, like culinary class, and PE and foreign languages are just as important as English language arts, science, and mathematics. Imagine a leader who cares about students as individuals and values the importance of their emotional, social, and academic growth. Imagine that. I know I did. And you know, in any organization, it's now time to consider this impact, the overall impact of the culture that we cultivate in our organizations. Because it's not always about creating a culture of compliance. It's not always about being solely traditional. 
It's about creating an organization that's innovative, that centers its culture on support, on connections, on empowerment, on diversity, on inclusiveness. I would often say, and I'll admit it, I wish administration would put us teachers first. I wish, sorry, I wish my administration would defend me in public. I wish that they appreciated me. I, I wish that they supported me and cared about me and not just tolerated me. I wish that they wouldn't consider me as a teacher, but as the professional that I am. I wish that they actually trusted my feedback instead of asking for feedback and ignoring it. But you know what? I got tired. I got tired of complaining. And I said to myself, instead of wishing, I am grateful. I'm grateful for the struggle that I went through. I'm grateful because it made me stronger and it made me a leader. It made a leader out of me. So thank you for not appreciating me. Thank you for not trusting my professionalism. Thank you for not defending me in front of disrespectful parents when I needed you. Thank you for undermining my capabilities due to my age. Thank you for marginalizing me. Because that allowed me to become someone I never thought I would be able to be. Someone that I wish I had as a mentor and I am so grateful that now instead of criticizing leadership or someone else for what they're not doing, I decided to be about it. As a Latina, let me tell you why we are the leaders that the world needs right now in education. The world needs Latina leaders in administration because we as Latinas know what it's like not to belong. As women, we know what it's like to be overlooked. As young people, we know what it's like to feel like an imposter. We know about divisions. We know about exclusions. We know what it's like to live in a place that does not appreciate multilingualism. I share these sentiments with you all because you know what bothers me is that the fact that through all these assessments and all these interviews and in this process of becoming um, administrative staff, I, I have been asked have you worked or have you engaged with African-American and Latino students? If so, please explain and, and how do you plan on fixing the serious and persistent gaps in education? Yada, 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 right? And I'm here sitting like, what? Did I just read that right? Did I just hear that right? Because let me tell you, I am the gap. We as Latinas are the gap. We are that marginalized student group that you study and make capacious case studies to produce narratives about us. 
And in terms of repairing the serious and persistent leaks, how about you begin by hiring a woman, a Latina woman. The Latina woman who happens to fall in the 2% of Latinas with graduate degrees inside of our broken educational pipeline. So please stop asking me if I have more than five years of teaching experience because I have my whole life as experience. And by not hiring Latinas in educational leadership, you keep proving our systemic inequalities. It's interesting to me that even though I've made it to what I consider to be my top of my system, that the system is still not ready for me. You know, it's, it's, it's justice, I think, what I'm looking for. And there are other ways of thinking about it, but I think it's just improving our diversity. It's about diversifying. It's about encouraging the diversification in our K-12 systems. Okay, because our K-12 systems have a huge role in our future generations. So I'll end it with this. I know that deep inside and with my little steps, I will create an impact with my small ripples. And I know that instead of looking for someone, I have found that someone. I have found a leader inside of me. So I'm grateful for becoming that someone, that new kind of leader, and I encourage you to become that new kind of leader who values and celebrates innovation and diversity. I challenge you to become that person that you wish you had. I know that I am grateful for being able to have an opportunity like this platform to talk about this. And I love and I'm so passionate about talking about all areas of diversity, gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, age and ability, because it's all about equity and inclusion, okay? So if you have those same values, or if you have your values, and I encourage you to find the leader in you. I'll leave you guys with that. Thank you. Hey guys, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and you can add me on Instagram at edu.inspo. That's edu.inspo. Si les ha gustado este podcast, no se les olvide suscribirse y también Pueden agregarme en Instagram en edu.inspo. Es edu.inspo.